1: Your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: And we're back, everybody, on a Monday, February 1st, and a Tuesday, February 2nd. It is Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast. Network your team every single day. Matt Derry with you. And we will do a special crossover edition. Locked On Lions, Locked On Rams, and dissect the trade from an L.A. perspective with Sosa Cremendous. He is the host of Locked On Rams. That's coming up in a little bit tomorrow. Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network. Direct TV, NFL Red Zone, and the voice of the Rams uh, for the TV preseason games. No one knows LA like Andrew. He'll join us. That'll be tomorrow, so a lot to discuss and get into today here on Locked On Lions. As we continue to talk about the Matthew Stafford to LA move, Albert Breer had some very interesting thoughts in his Monday morning quarterback column this morning about how Stafford and the Rams seem to be a go. And, boy, the celebration started very, very uh, soon thereafter on Saturday night. So much so that Stafford and Sean McVay were having dinner together in Cabo. Tampering? We'll discuss that here on the uh, program today on Locked On Lions. Find us on Twitter, at DairySpeaks, Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions as well on Twitter, where you can find the podcast, and the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. It was... Certainly a very, very uh, eventful Saturday night. As the story goes in the Breer column, that the Rams' brain trust of Kevin Demoff, their team president, their version of Rod Wood, yet Demoff has NFL credibility, um, uh, general, their general manager, Les Sneed, who's their version of Brad Holmes, and uh, some Tony guy who's uh, one of their uh, cap dudes, he, they were all on a, uh, on um, um, FaceTime, and the Lions' brass of Rod Wood, Mike Disner, and Brad Holmes were all on their phones in a conference room. And somebody with the Rams had to tell the Lions to uh, mute their phone. Only one phone could be on because they're in the same room. So mute your microphone. So that took place. That was kind of a, a, a fun story, but um, you know, <laughs> it had, that story had everything. And in case you missed it, they got on the phone on Saturday night. They made the trade. And this was where Matthew wanted to be. And it just so happened that Matthew Stafford and his wife, Kelly Stafford, are vacationing in Cabo, Mexico, as are Sean McVay, Rams head coach, and his fiance. And boy, not, uh, the ink wasn't even dry yet. The agreement wasn't even put into place yet. And the four of, these, four of them were out having dinner, celebrating. In Cabo in Mexico. It just, what a coincidence. Hmm. That Stafford and McVeigh uh, were partying it up in Cabo with the wives. But that is what took place. Do I think tampering, do I think the Lions need to be calling the league about this and saying that there was tampering involved? Not really. I'm not calling this tampering. But you know what? It's just so typical of of the last 60-plus years of the Lions that, St. Or St. Louis, that L. A. The Rams, they've got this hot shot Super Bowl taking, young head coach that everybody loves, and he's landing his quarterback, and they're toasting it up in Cabo, and here the Lions are getting a uh, a shoved out the door Jared Goff coming to cold and miserable Detroit. You know th- that's just kind of how things go, and we're going to see if Jared Goff can play. We're going to find out if for the next two years he's the future. Every report has indicated that the Lions feel like he is and that he wasn't just a throw-in in in this deal. Um, I've talked to some people today that have told me that Carolina, the Panthers, and I know this has been reported, that the Panthers offered that number 8 overall pick. And heck, they were willing to throw Teddy Bridgewater in this trade. I've heard that. Certainly the Washington football team offering their first pick, the 19th overall, and a third rounder. Uh, Colts had the 21st pick but never offered it. Um, packages of players and picks, according to Albert Breer, and also the Niners never made an official offer, uh, but they were not going to offer, according to Breer, the number 12 pick. Denver discussed a uh, pick swapping. Um, you know, Patriots, Bears, Jets, even checked in, according to this report. Here's the bottom line, folks. The bottom line is this is going to take a while for the Lions to get good. Now the biggest question for Detroit is going to be, number one, you know, is Jared Goff the guy? And number two, if he's not, when do the Lions pull the trigger on drafting a quarterback to cover themselves if Goff is not? The good news about getting Goff, whether you like him or not, and I'm not a huge fan, I think he's regressed, but he seems like a good guy, he's been good in that community, and former players are raving about him all over social media. But if Jared Goff isn't good, the good news is after two years, you can drop him for nothing. And oh, by the way, the Matthew Stafford side of this, my goodness, are there some national people making complete fools of themselves, talking about Stafford for MVP next year. Stafford's going to have an Aaron Rodgers 2020 year in 2021. Matthew Stafford's a good quarterback, folks. No one's dissing him, but can we stop uh, deifying him all of a sudden? I made one pro bowl in 12 years and that was as an alternate and that's not a diss that's reality now we're going to compare him to aaron Rodgers. i'm i'm not ready to go there i'm i'm not ready to do that just yet stafford's a good quarterback i think sean mcvay will do good things with him that rams offense likes to move the pocket around they're gonna put matthew stafford on the run I think he'll win games there, but can we slow down with Super Bowls and Aaron Rodgers of 2020? That's going to be Stafford. He's going to win the MVP. Hmm. Can he win a playoff game first before we prop him up like that? Wow. And how about Mike Silver from NFL Media and Sports Illustrated, who's blocked me on Twitter? That just that just love-fest article he wrote about Jared Goff making Sean McVay out to be this bad guy. <laughs> I mean, maybe Sean McVay soured on Goff, but my goodness. When you're the Rams and you're going for it, and Goff doesn't play well, and Goff gets benched for John Wolford, and Goff comes in and can't throw the football, <laughs> and you're McVay and you look at this team, and of course you're going to make a move like this. But let's not also turn Jared Goff into this... Um, Sad figure that needs a hug, Mike Silver. You can hug him yourself. You're not, not going to force me to hug him. Not yet, at least. Let's see what he does in Detroit. Wow, there's some crazy takes right now. Crazy. But Mike Silver's the same guy that thinks Hugh Jackson is Vince Lombardi. Betonline.ag, folks. You want to bet on these games? You want to bet on the Super Bowl? You want to bet on college basketball? Big Monday? Pistons play tonight against the Nuggets? Go to betonline.ag. Only one place that has you covered, one place we trust, betonline.ag. You sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use the promo code LockedOn to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. They've got everything. Prop bets for the Super Bowl over unders Brady bets Mahome's bets coin toss everything you want first touchdown it's fun so do it at betonline.ag bet online your online sportsbook experts
1: if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason look no further than the locked on NFL scouting podcast.
2: Locked on Rams and Locked on Lions listeners, we appreciate you guys for tuning in with us. I am your host, Sosa Cremendous of the Locked on Rams podcast, and I'm joined by Matt Derry, the host of the Locked on Lions podcast. And as you guys probably know by now, the Rams and the Lions have executed, well, technically not yet, not official until the new league year in March. But they have executed a trade between two quarterbacks, Matt Stafford and Jared Goff, as well as three draft picks, a third round draft pick in 2021. A first-round pick in 2022 and a first-round pick in 2023 headed to the Detroit Lions from the Rams. Now, Rams fans, obviously you guys are probably not that familiar with Matt Stafford, who he is as a player, who he is as a man. And that's why Matt is now going to delve into kind of who the Rams are getting. So, Matt, I appreciate you for joining me. Uh, Why don't you kind of just tell Rams Nation who they're getting in Matt Stafford as a quarterback, some of his pros, cons as a player, even even who he is off the field.
0: Well, I'll say this, Sosa, uh, you're not going to have to worry about him off the field. Uh, you're not going to have to you know, worry about him being late or being a bad attitude guy or anything like that. You're getting a, a, a winning personality. Um, you're getting a guy that uh, is not going to say anything stupid or, or put bulletin board material up for the opposition or trash talk. This is a buttoned-up uh, professional that going into age 33, 34, is just looking to win, and it, L.A. was his number one choice. This is where he wanted to be. Uh, he and his wife Kelly already have a home out there in Newport Beach, California. So this is a a huge win for Stafford. He got what he wanted. He got out of Dodge and got out of Detroit, um, and now he's getting an opportunity with the Rams. That was his first pick. He's going to be a part of a prolific offense under Sean McVay and 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 certainly Kevin and all the guys uh, uh, there on that staff and. I think he'll I think he'll be good. I do. Um, I'm not ready to anoint him as this Super Bowl-winning quarterback yet. I know there's some national people that are saying Stafford's going to win the MVP. Stafford's going to have an Aaron Rodgers-type 2020 and 2021. I'm not ready to go there yet. He's had some really good years. He's been ec- excellent in the community and everything else. But when, when it came to winning the big games in Detroit, he didn't do it, Sosa.
2: Yeah, right. Uh, No playoff wins in 12 years. That's obviously somewhat of a concern. But, you know, that's obviously a team thing as well. Now, uh, you mentioned kind of, you know, not wanting to fully invest in terms of the MVP and all the hype and everything that's kind of surrounding him right now. Is there any reason in your mind as to why he could never really take that next step in his career?
0: You know, that's a good question. Um, I, I think at times he has made some very poor decisions. He's made some bad throws. Look, all quarterbacks are going to do it. Um, you know, he's been banged up, yet he's played through it. There's nothing that I'm going to sit here and tell you that he doesn't do well. He's, he's well-rounded, pretty good. And when he has to run, he can run a little bit. He's not the most mobile guy in the world. But I, I think when you get pressure on him, I think there's some times that he's got a little Brett Favre gunslinger in him that here comes the pressure. But I'm going to fit this pass in between the two safeties. And unfortunately, he throws it to the other team. Uh, he's done that. There have been some years where he's made some head-scratching throws. Um, you know, 2013, end of the year, when the Lions had started the year 6-3 and three, but lost 6 to their last 7, he was horrible at the end of that season in home losses to Baltimore and the Giants. Five interceptions in those games, one touchdown. And then other times he'll come out and he'll throw some beauties. Um, and he's made guys better. Marvin Jones will be the first to tell you. Uh, Golden Tate. Guys like that are getting paid because of Stafford. Um and he hasn't had a great running game behind him. So I, I do think that with Akers and with the Rams offensive line and with McVay's system, I think he'll be, I think he'll be good. But I'm not ready to, to call him elite and say he's definitely going to be in the top five next year. Remember, he's entering year 13. He's taken a lot of, lot of punishment over the years.
2: Yeah, I think that's a fair expectation. And I'm glad you touched on uh, Marvin Jones there quickly uh, to wrap this up. Is the expectation that he's going to be back in Detroit or that they have any interest in bringing him back? Because I know a lot of Rams fans are kind of putting two and two together right now and hoping for the Rams to court him in free agency, bring him home, so to speak. He's a California guy and bring that deep threat that the Rams really haven't had for a little while.
0: Oh, I would put the odds on Marvin Jones going to L.A. better than Marvin Jones going to Detroit. Uh, Marvin Jones, a free agent. Marvin Jones is gone and he's not coming back here. Uh, You know, Maybe if Matthew Stafford were coming back, maybe Marvin Jones would think about it, but no, this is a full-fledged rebuild here. And uh, while the Lions need receivers and they love what Marvin added for the four years he was here, um, no, I I would say that if Marvin Jones wants to take less... I I know the Rams have cap issues, but it wouldn't surprise me if he took a lesser deal to play with Stafford. They had a very, very good connection, called themselves kind of the 9-11 connection with Stafford, number 9, and Jones, number 11. So... I think Matthew will bring a couple of guys that are familiar with him with him, and it might even take less to be out in L.A. and have that chance at, at getting that ring.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense, and that was another name that I wanted to highlight actually was Marvin Hall, another free agent that was with the Lions, another deep threat, another guy that the Rams could look to court, and like you mentioned, they have cap issues, so they will be a little bit strapped in that regard, but... Thank you, Matt, for answering those questions. In the next segment, we're going to flip the tables, and Matt is going to ask me some questions that relate to the Rams as well as new Detroit Lions quarterback Jared Goff.
0: Hi, Matt here for rockauto.com. Hey, you want to buy auto parts? You're looking to get stuff for your car or truck? Stop going to the store. Stop wasting time rockauto.com. That's where you go to get everything you need at a low, low price. Whether it is engine control modules or brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet for your car or truck, you get it at rockauto, R-O-C-K-Auto.com. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate quickly. See all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. All right. They've served auto parts customers online for 20 years Shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers at RockAuto.com. Best of all, the prices are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much as the same for the same parts? It's stupid. Go to RockAuto.com right now. See what you need. Get it. Write "Locked On" in their "How did you hear about us?" box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. And hey, folks, what about our friends at TurboTax? No two people are alike and no two tax returns are alike either. Thankfully, TurboTax Live has experienced tax experts who are ready to listen to you, learn about your unique tax situation, and help you get the best tax outcome. Maybe you got married this year, have some questions about how that affects your filing status. Maybe you want an expert to review your return. So, you don't miss any deductions on the new house you just bought. Or maybe you want to hand the whole thing off from start to finish so you can focus on your burgeoning baby photographer career. Whether you want to file with the help of an expert or let an expert file for you, TurboTax Live Tax Experts gives you the confidence to know that you're uniquely you, that, you, you, that you are uniquely you and that your taxes will be done right. Into it. TurboTax Live. All right, Matt Derry, locked on Lions, Sosa Cremendous, locked on Rams. So let's flip it a little bit and talk about the L.A. side of this deal. Sosa, uh, you watched Jared Goff now the, for the last few years. Uh, are you stunned that he's now in Detroit? I'm sure you're not. But but what took place over the last few years where the Rams just soured on him so badly? And what are we getting here?
2: You know, I actually am stunned. I, I knew that the, the relationship was starting to sour. Like you said, he just wasn't progressing. And never mind progressing, he actually regressed and um it felt like you know they were just kind of going in circles it was the same old story of nine ten wins get in the playoffs win a game maybe win two games but never really get that ring the thing that everyone's after obviously only one team can win it and as to what happened with the relationship i'm not exactly sure it was very strange how quickly you know things soured it went from everything is good jared goff is our guy to the broken thumb against the seahawks a week later his backup john wolford gets the start in week 17 about four or five days after Jared Goff had surgery, Wolford impresses. And then the week after that, they go into Seattle in a playoff game and Wolford draws the start over the quarterback. You know, the controversy starts there and again, would have started the week after had he not gotten injured in that game with his unfortunate neck injury. So very weird. Sean McVay comes out after that. And says, you know, we're not going to commit to Jared Goff. We're looking to upgrade every position. A week later, general manager Les Snead comes out, says the same thing, and then drops a weird line talking about, you know, everyone's tradable. The salary cap is manageable. And that was pretty much the beginning of the end, let's be honest there. And uh, it was shocking for sure. You know, Jared Goff is a solid player, a league average quarterback. I would call him uh, a guy who can look you know, very, very good one game and then very, very bad the next game. That's his main issue, I think, is the inconsistencies and the turnover issues. But again, you know, this is a low-cost addition for the uh, Lions. I think this is a great add for them because if things work out, great. They have a franchise quarterback. And if they don't, they have four first-round picks over the next two years. And, you know, they can get rid of Jared Goff relatively easily for all intents and purposes. And, you know, new Lions general manager Brad Holmes, was the guy that wanted Jared Goff in the 2016 draft. He told uh, the Rams front office he had a prominent role back then that uh, he wanted him over Carson Wentz, and I'm not sure you know how they delegated that task, but again, that's probably why he ended up in Detroit, and it looks like a solid addition to me when it comes to the Lions' perspective.
0: So, so tell me about what went wrong and when it went wrong with Goff. It, was it the Super Bowl because they scored three points, the Patriots shut him down? And then after that, he was never the same guy. Can you pinpoint, you know, what what the time was where the regression started?
2: You know what's ironic? I think the first game where things really started to look a little weird was that 2018 season against the Detroit Lions. And it was when Matt Patricia put together a relatively solid game plan. Now the Rams still won that game. I can't recall what the score was. I want to say 30 to 16 or something like that. Um, But they won on the back of their running game. It was the... Belichick-like scheme that made Jared Goff look very shaky. And then he goes to the Super Bowl. Again, another Belichick-led defense makes him look, you know, relatively awful. You go into 2019, he regresses big time and somewhat, you know, can be attributed to the offensive line getting worse and, you know, his contract kicking in and things like that. Obviously, the roster around him was going to suffer a little bit. And then you go into this past season and the third branch of that Patriot tree, Brian Flores, with the Dolphins, it was coming off their bye week i can't recall what week now week nine or week 10 and he looked just brutal and um you know that scheme seemed to seriously give him some trouble you go look back to the 2018 season again the vic fangio tree giving him a lot of trouble as well and it was just very questionable as to how they could never solve these things and you know it was relatively simple in terms of the things they were seeing time and time again the same stuff and Uh, It became maddeningly, you know, infuriating. And um, that's kind of, I think, when it started in 2019 as a whole was a step back. 2020, another relative step back when it comes to the turnovers. And I think the Rams just got sick of the lack of progression and the actual, you know, regression. And just figured out that where they want to go to the Super Bowl is probably not going to be led by Jared Goff. And so they decided to make the move now.
0: Final thing for Sosa Cremendous, uh, the voice of Locked On Rams here on Locked On Lions, doing a special little crossover here. What do you think of the Lions hiring of Brad Holmes? Certainly Ray Agnew also coming over from that Rams front office. Uh, How how strong of hires do you uh, look at, at them being here in Detroit?
2: I absolutely love the hires. I, I think, you know, when you look at a front office, the one front office that you know you can make the case that is as impressive as anybody is the Rams front office. They haven't had any first-round picks in the last five years, and they've been able to find impact players everywhere. You look at third-round picks, you know, John Johnson, Cooper Cup, Gerald Everett in the second round, Josh Reynolds in the fourth round. So many talented players, the Rams barely ever had first-round picks. Brad Holmes was a guy that was with the Rams for nearly two decades. Ray Agnew follows him nearly two decades as well. And then they hired Rams cornerbacks coach... <coughs> Aubrey Pleasant as the secondaries coach so you know there's a lot of ties there now I think with you know how much the lines have struggled over the last handful of years decade two decades whatever it may be these are the guys I truly believe are going to write the ship for you guys um, and you know with the haul that they have now in the draft I truly expect the franchise to start turning around in the right direction relatively quickly under these guys
0: so it's a great stuff thanks so much
2: Absolutely, man. I appreciate it, and I hope uh, the fans learned something about both teams today.
0: <laughs> no question about it. So, Sir Cremendous, Matt Derry, Locked on Rams, Locked on Lions, special Matt Stafford, Jared Goff, trade crossover here on a Monday.